This is Terminal Talk, the audio journal for the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. Welcome and thank you for listening. My name is Tom Conboy and I will be discussing the experience of building an HO Model Railroad as well as other model railroad and railroad related topics. This is episode number two. Today on the podcast, I'll be discussing the origins of the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. First question I want to answer today is whether the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad is based on a prototype or whether it's freelanced. And uh, my model railroad is a freelance model railroad. Uh, No railroad connected the towns of Herman, Missouri with Owensville, Missouri and Cuba, Missouri. However, it's important to note that each of these towns do have railroads that run through them. Uh, in Herman, Missouri, the uh, Missouri Pacific was the operator of the line around the time that I modeled, uh, but today it's now operated by the Union Pacific. Uh, Owensville, Missouri was operated by the Rock Island, and it is now operated by Central Midland Railway, which is a division of Progressive Rail Incorporated. Now, trains do not run this far west. Uh, the actual terminus of the line now is at Union, Missouri. And in Cuba, Missouri, uh, the St. Louis-San Francisco, which is better known as the Frisco, uh, operated the line in 1979. But today it's now operated by the BNSF. And the uh, second question I want to answer is what motivated me to freelance a model railroad in this region of the state? Well, my motivation goes back to a discovery uh, that I made back in the late 1980s and early 1990s. And it really all started while I was taking a vacation at Lake of the Ozarks. And for those of you that don't know uh, about Lake of the Ozarks, it's uh, it's a large man-made lake. It's located in the south-central region of the state of Missouri. And it is a very uh, favorite uh, place for uh, boaters and skiers and vacationers. Uh, They have hotels and resorts and restaurants and shopping centers and all. So it's a a very popular uh, vacation spot. My wife and I used to like to take vacations down there. And uh, we were down there uh, back at this time, and we were, we were out driving around exploring some of the towns that are located around the uh, lake area. And uh, while driving through the town of Eldon, Missouri, I noticed a railroad grade crossing. And what was interesting about it was the signal lights were, were not facing uh, the traffic lanes. They were actually turned towards the railroad tracks. And uh, I thought that was uh, very strange. And, of course, as we drove across the grade crossing, uh, I noticed that the uh, rails were heavily rusted. Uh, there were weeds and small trees were were growing between the ties. And I also noticed on the right-hand side of the road that there was an old boarded-up uh, railroad depot. And uh, boy, that just really, uh, really fascinated me. My first thought is, is, is what happened? Uh, why is this railroad no longer operating? Well. I convinced my wife that we needed to drive further west and explore some more of the rail line. You have to understand, my wife's not a rail fan, she's not a model railroader, but she is very supportive uh, of these interests I have in uh, model trains and even going out and, uh, and photographing uh, real trains. It, it was quite obvious that no trains had run over these tracks in some time. It didn't look like there would be any trains on this line in any time soon. On the way home, we decided to drive the state highways and the U.S. routes instead of uh, taking the interstate. We decided to get off the main roads and get out on the back roads. And uh, I did this mainly because uh, even before we went out on vacation, I had noticed uh, on a road map that uh, a railroad ran along uh, all the highways that uh, uh, lead out to Lake of the Ozarks. 
and uh, these are Missouri uh, State Highway 28 and U.S. Route 50. And uh, basically, U.S. Route 50 uh, runs out from St. Louis uh, all the way out past Owensville, Missouri, out to Jefferson City. Uh, I wanted to see if I could uh, possibly photograph a train along this route, and I noticed it on a map and, uh, and just really wanted to go out and see... Uh, what this railroad was all about. I figured it probably wasn't a very busy line since the uh, line only ran out to Owensville. Uh, but what was interesting was that I didn't know that this railroad was the very same railroad that runs through the town of Eldon, Missouri. And this of course was the old Rock Island St. Louis line. And I discovered that after I got home because I decided to do some research. One of the things I found out was interesting about the rail line was that it had never officially been abandoned past Owensville, Missouri. Uh, it was at that time operated by the Cotton Belt, which was a subsidiary of the Southern Pacific. The Cotton Belt had taken over the line after the shutdown of the rock. And what's interesting is even today, it's still listed as an operating railroad from St. Louis to Kansas City. Uh, it's currently owned by Ameren Utilities. As I said earlier, it's operated by Central Midland Railway, uh, which uh, Progressive Rail actually puts the uh, trains on the rails. The sad thing, though, is, is that no train could make the entire trip today, even if it wanted to, uh, due to the fact that those small trees back in the late 80s and early 90s are, are now huge trees. In some sections, the adjoining property, the property owners have actually removed the rail. Uh, officially, it is not abandoned. There has still been talk, even after 30 years of the Rock Island being abandoned, there's still talk about possibly uh, opening the line from St. Louis back to Kansas City. And again, just something fascinating about abandoned railroads, uh, knowing that uh, unless uh, by some miracle a company comes along and, and opens up the line again, uh, the only way to really experience the rail line would be to model it. I really wanted to model uh, the Rock Island St. Louis line, but there was only one problem. I really didn't feel I could do it justice since I really knew nothing about the rail line. You have to remember back at this time, this was prior to the Internet being uh, public just wasn't a whole lot of information out there that I was able to find. Uh, so I decided to shelf this idea and, and I decided I was going to go ahead and model something else. This podcast is presented free by podbean.com. Welcome back continue our discussion, after a few years my wife and I, uh, we moved to our present home and this region of Missouri that I live in has a rich history, uh, a rich history of railroads too, and I became very interested in the railroads that uh, run through my current uh, uh, home area. I decided I was going to build a model railroad based on uh, this area I live in. The only bad thing was was that I never got very far with this layout. It was, a, uh, it was roughly an 18 foot by 24 foot layout. I decided that that was just too big and so I decided to scale it back to a 13 foot by 13 foot layout and after I had torn that layout all the way down uh, even tore the bench work down I went ahead and decided that I was going to go ahead and change the theme and the location of the model railroad and again that great interest I had in the uh, Rock Island St. Louis line resurfaced but I just didn't feel I could still do it justice so I decided I was going to go ahead and freelance this new layout and I was going to base it on that Owensville area Basically, the rail line roughly follows uh, Missouri Highway 19. That highway runs through uh, Cuba, Owensville, and Herman, Missouri. So I, uh, after having taken several trips on that highway to 
to view all three rail lines that are located in each of those towns, uh, I decided uh, why not uh, create a, um, a model railroad, a freelance model railroad that connects those uh, three towns. So I also um, uh, had another, I had two attempts at that, and I further downsized the layout uh, to its now current size of four foot by six foot, as I said in the first episode. I chose the name Owensville Terminal Railroad uh, to call to mind its purpose, and, and that purpose for the layout is to interchange traffic between the Missouri Pacific, the Rock Island, and the Frisco. And again, I, I set the layout back in 1979, actually July of 1979. You can find more about the history of my fictional railroad if you go to my blog site, and that's found at otrr.blogspot.com. And if you, if you go there, you look on the right-hand side of the page, just click on the history link. It's located on that side of the page, and it'll take you right to that little uh, little bit of history that I made up for uh, my model railroad. Time now for project updates. I'm calling uh, small project number three completed. Although I didn't complete everything that I was hoping to complete, uh, I did get what I wanted done. So uh, I'm going to say that's finished for this month. I'm going to start up a, a new uh, project. I'm actually going to do this each month. And I'm calling it for this month, August 2010, Small Project for Section Number Four. And uh, I hope to uh, install a, a barbed wire fence that I've been building. Uh, I, I haven't finished now, and I'm I'm ready to uh, uh, install it on Section Four. I also want to add some additional scenic textures to this section, as well as build and install a new yard office that I've ordered. And I'm hoping to receive that real soon and get started on that. And hopefully by the end of the month, I'll have that put in place and uh, have some photos that I can put up on the blog. I'm also uh, wanting to uh, maybe get started this month, although <clears throat> probably later this fall or even uh, even this winter I want to build a static grass applicator. Uh, I'm just too cheap to buy the one that's out uh, that's pre-made that you can order, uh, but I do know there's plans online uh, that give you instructions on how to build one yourself for I think around $35 and I'm planning on doing that and when I get that done, I will uh, make sure to post photos of uh, the finished uh, scenery area with the static grass. I'm looking forward to that because I think that's really going to set the scene with my barbed wire fence uh, to add that static flock grass and to have a few um, cows out in the field. And I think that would be uh, really neat. So I'm, I'm hoping to do that, although I doubt seriously I'll get it started this month. But hey, you never know. Time now for Information Station. This month's podcast, I want to share a few links with you that I think you might find interesting. And the first link is a website that contains photos that I have taken of the uh, Rock Island St. Louis line. Now, these photos are post Rock Island photos, uh, these are from the early 90s up to today. So I don't have any uh, historical photos from back when the Rock Island used to run the line. But nonetheless, you, you can see kind of what it looks like now, and uh, I, think you'll, uh, I think you'll find them interesting. 
but you can access these photos at uh, the Railroad Picture Archives website and uh, the address for my photos is at otrr.rrpicturearchives.net and uh, in that you'll see a photo album list on the right hand side and the three folders that you or the three uh, albums that you want to look at are the uh, X Rock Island St. Louis line uh, the Central Midland Beyond Union and the MOC slash Central Midland Railway and I have several photos of, of the old uh, Rock Island St. Louis line that you can check out there at uh, railroadpicturearchives.net site. Uh, a second link I want to share with you is, is a Yahoo Groups which is called the Rock Island St. Louis Subdivision. Now in order to view uh, the photos and the history information and everything on there you will have to join uh, to do that you'll have to join the Yahoo Groups page and um, it's not real difficult to do and there's a little screening process and uh, just to make sure that uh, those that join are not spam but you can find a lot of information and and several old photos of the Rock Island St. Louis line I, I think it's a it's a wonderful uh, page and a wonderful resource and uh, probably the easiest way to find that is if you uh, go to Yahoo or Google search engine and uh, you type in uh, Yahoo Groups Rock Island St. Louis subdivision uh, it should bring up a link for you to to actually visit that page the third link I want to share with you is is actually something I talked about last time and that's Twitter address for Twitter is just www.twitter.com I know the first time I ever heard about Twitter I really to be honest with you thought it was kinda of silly uh, after all, all you can do is post uh, 140 characters of text, and that's it. But what I have found is that uh, you can find out quick updates on just about any subject or, or just about any person online. I have found that it's a useful tool, especially for model railroading, because I have found a lot of wonderful sites and uh, a, a lot of wonderful uh, uh, people who are, who are selling uh, model railroad products, but also uh, those that are... Uh, um, that are into model railroading and, and have uh, model railroad sites so I want to encourage you if you don't have a Twitter account uh, sign up for it I, I think you'd be pleased although um, you may look at it and think well you know it, it, it's kinda silly but uh, but actually I found it to be a great resource as a matter of fact as I said before uh, the OT model railroad does have a Twitter account you can find that at twitter.com forward slash O-T-M-O-D-E-L-R-R Really, that's the fastest way to get short updates on this podcast, as uh, well as uh, news about the layout. Again, I probably post there more often because I can just do a quick short update. So uh, be sure to visit those links. And this will conclude this episode of the podcast. Uh, I've decided I'm going to try to post episodes on a monthly basis. Uh, I've had a good, I've had a good response so far, and I know several have. Uh, subscribe to this podcast and and several have uh, made comments so I appreciate that uh, and I want to try to do this once a month and uh, maybe a month I may have to skip as we get into busy times of the year and all but uh, I'm gonna try to do it on a monthly basis so uh, make sure you check back in September when we will be discussing more of what's going on with the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad thanks for listening Royalty-free music for Terminal Talk has been provided by Kevin McLeod.
at www.incompetech.com.